Welcome to the Lobot Lounge, the gathering place for the gentlemen nerds. The gentlemen nerds are three entertainment aficionados who know each other through various media endeavors, getting together to talk about all things nerdy, mostly in the vein of film, television, toys, and popular culture. Many topics are discussed, so please be warned, there are the potential for many spoilers. If you like what you hear, you can listen to past shows on iTunes or on our website, thegentlemennerds.com. And now, enjoy the show. The greatest threat to the universe, the mad titan Thanos, has been defeated. Half of all life in the universe that was wiped away has been restored. The Avengers have triumphed, but not without losses. Natasha Romanoff, the Black Widow, sacrificed herself to obtain the Soul Stone, and Gamora, adopted daughter of Thanos, was murdered by the Titan in his quest for the same stone. Hashtag Red Skull lives. And Tony Stark, the invincible Iron Man, gave his life while controlling the Infinity Gauntlet. But what of the synthetic vibranium android powered by the Mind Stone known as the Vision? We catch up with Vision and his beloved Wanda Maximoff in the new Disney Plus original television miniseries, WandaVision. Set three weeks after the, ev the events of en Avengers Endgame, Wanda Maximoff and Vision are living an idyllic suburban life in the town of Westview, New Jersey, trying to conceal their true natures. As they begin to enter new decades and encounter television tropes, the couple suspects that things are not as they seem. So, don't touch that dial and stay tuned as we explore one of the most unique and compelling continuations of the MCU, WandaVision. Here to discuss in the Lobot Lounge are the Gentleman Nerds. From the 1950s, Mark Finn. I can't believe they retconned me. From the groovy 70s, Aaron D'Arrive. Oh my god. Marsha, Marsha, Marsha! <laughs> and stationed just outside the hex, hanging with my new best buddy, Darcy Lewis, I am your host and emotional touchstone, Joseph Fotinos. Welcome, one and all, to the Gentleman Nerds. Gentlemen, Good. how are you doing? Good. Nice. Oh my Woo. god. What a, what, a, what a ride, man. What a yeah. show, what a show. Yeah. Holy smoke. I, you know, I heard the, I, I, I had a hint, hunch when I saw the first, you know, uh, artwork, uh, uh you know, from the, the, the little teaser images, mm -hmm. I had a hunch that they were going to try and maybe do something, you know, kind of clever, Let you know, since, since we're shooting for domesticity, wouldn't it be funny to do this in a sitcom style? And then the first trailer hit and it was all these different styles. And right. I thought, I, I don't know where we're going with this, but uh, you you have me, yeah. And uh, and I have every episode has been better than the last. I am so so happy. Uh, I lo I love it so much. Yeah. No, yeah. I confess I did not. I did not click to the show immediately. Uh, you did. You, no. you commented on that. Yeah. Yeah. You did. No. You said, we saw we saw the first episode, and I was like, huh, okay. Uh, I mean, I knew obviously there was a bigger story. There was something here. Something was going on. But just I, I thought, oh, my God, is each episode going to go through a, a different sitcom style and a different, you know, decade? And and it just I, I honestly, gents, I was not excited. I was not thrilled. I was not looking forward to it. 
And yeah, by the second episode and certainly by the third, I was like, (laughs) I was hooked. I was like, oh my, this is, this is actually quite brilliant. Yeah. Um, Yeah. What was it that grabbed you? What what, what changed your mind? Was there any specific thing that you went, oh my God, that's brilliant? Uh, Yeah. I mean, they, they, from the very first episode, they planted the idea of something's, something's up, right? When it, when it goes to the person watching the show, who's recording it. And, and it says, please stand by. And, and, and yeah, I mean, it's like, okay, this clearly is not Wanda Maximoff envision in a 50 sitcom. That's not what it is. So what is it? Is, is, it, is this a delusion she's having, a dream? Uh, is it something that a simulation somebody's created? Is it something right. she has done to herself? Um, you know, Wanda is a fascinating uh, character in the comics, um, and a very, very sort of obscure and little used one so far, uh, thus far, I said prior to WandaVision, in the MCU. Uh, she was kind of an afterthought. Yeah. But in the comics, she is she's complex. She is a very special being. She has some of the most fascinating story arcs uh, around her character. Um, and so I thought, all right, they're, they're, naturally they're going to take all that material and they're going to run with it. They're going to say, hey, let's do the thing with with Wanda and her tie to the Darkhold. Let's do House of M. Uh, let's do her getting rid of mutants, or maybe in this case, I kept thinking, create mutants. Uh, and we'll get into that, by the way. I have, I have lots of speculations. So, yeah, I mean, I, I, I saw that they were creating this, this amazing structure. Um, uh, it's just, I love, I love the format. Now, I, I can't imagine it having been done any other way. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like I said, it's brilliant. It really is. Kudos and bravo uh, yeah. to the showrunner and to Marvel for 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 doing this and giving this a chance um, because it's become one of my favorite shows. I really enjoyed the fact that you don't have to be a Marvel aficionado of the comics to, to enjoy and to follow it along. Right. Um, the the example I'm going to use is Catherine Hahn, who plays uh, Agatha Harkness. Mm-hmm. Um, when she was hired, she she really didn't have any kind of comic background. So she described this moment of walking into Kevin Feig's office and sh- being shown all the storyboards and all the entire timeline for every episode that was coming up along the walls. And so she had to stop and back up and go, "Now who is this again? Okay, now what what's the, and 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 how do we know this person?" And yeah. I mean, she literally had to to learn from the ground up. Which when I heard her talk about that, I thought there's, there's a lot of people out there. Who are probably going through the same thing, you know? Yeah. To them, Agatha Harkness is just nothing. There's the character named Agatha Harkness. They, I mean, there's no comic history, and that's okay. Right. Um, you know, you don't have to have that. Um, and because then you get like, well, you know, in, in episode so and so, they they that that's not right. They didn't do that. You know, you. I, I like the freedoms that they're giving us to accept the changes that are made and and still maintain the story. Like the twins are are, are pretty much canon. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, and yeah. and, and Agatha Harkness as well, and and so yeah. it's it's uh yeah, you're right. In fact, um, I I had a I had a moment's pause. Not um, uh, I, I had a moment's pause this last week. Uh, and, and and for those of you who are listening at home and, and playing the home game, uh, we are we are on the eve of the final episode. So we've seen everything yes. up to the final yes. episode. Yeah. Um, yes. But, it is but March we, the fourth. Yeah, it is important to say that we we are going yeah. to make predictions, and we have not seen the final episode yet. That's right. So we will That's see right. how wrong we are. So I have um, 
so so I, th- the episode where uh, Agatha is basically dragging Wanda back through her life, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and I, re- I remember watching at the time and going, you know, this feels kind of like a placeholder episode until it hit me that this is for the average Marvel Cinematic Universe person what the three panel flashback in every episode in every issue of Marvel comics in the seventies was for me where right. they'd have to tell you why this is important. And there'd be this wonderful little like three or four panel summaration. And yeah. then at the bottom, it would say, uh, see fantastic four, one eleven right. and one twelve. <laughs> yeah. Right. Smile and right. Stan or yeah. rascally yeah. Roy. And, and, and I, that whole episode was, was that flashback. I was like, yeah. you've got to be kidding me. That's, I can't believe that. And, and see, this is the thing that I love. Uh, they have absolutely, uh, they're, they're starting to change the, 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 the kinds of tools and, and, and actually broaden the, the kinds of tools that you can use to tell fantasy stories. Uh, the, I would, I can't, I cannot think of a single show ever before, uh, this one where the, they would spend an entire episode, especially with a limited number of episodes on basically catching you up with what you had already watched, you know, in 20 movies. I mean, that's, but, and yet, and yet there's stuff in there that you need to see, right? It's not mm-hmm. just a flashback. Here's new stuff. She says things, uh, 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 revelations are discussed, uh, plot points are advanced theories are expressed. So, you know, it's a, it's just, it's just very, it's very ballsy, but I love the fact, and I've said this before when we've talked about these movies, mm-hmm. uh, we were right. Mm-hmm. This stuff is, it's worth showing. It's worth talking about. Yeah. It's worth watching. These are good stories. Mm-hmm. And, uh, who, who knew that telling them in the way that they are good stories is what would make them good movies and TV shows. I think that's, what's fun about this is, yeah. is we, we uh, every comic fan that grew up in the 1970s gets a victory lap. This is our victory lap, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So I like bringing characters, um, like Jimmy Woo and Darcy Lewis oh, yeah, uh, yeah. back uh, into the, and, and even Monica Rambo, who we only saw as a little girl in Captain Marvel. Um, you know, once you realize who that is, you're like, Oh, Oh, oh yeah, that's right. Oh my God. You know, um, wow. if you, you know, uh, if you watch that now, I have to say that, um, uh, my wife, Brandy is, was not a, uh, has not seen Captain Marvel and had, had no interest to watch it. So I had to be kind of this kind of pause it for a second and go, okay, but this, this, she was a little girl. In, in Captain Marvel, which was set in the 80s. And, and that's all I needed to tell her. And she was like, oh, okay. <laughs> so, I mean, really, that's kind of all I told her. But there's there's moments, and I'm, I'm, I want to explore and th- see what you guys think. There's moments where Rambo uh, visibly oh. bristles oh, when yeah. Captain Marvel is brought up. Yeah. Um, and, and I wonder if you think that's connected entirely to her mother, or is there something else? Oh, I think I think it absolutely is uh, residual family drama, yeah, right? Yeah. 
my mom was your sister. That made you my aunt. Uh, and you left. You went right. to space. You mm-hmm. didn't just you didn't just move to Cleveland. You left the Earth. <laughs> Yeah, and right. uh, and so I think that's uh, I mean I'd be surprised if it's more than that. But in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, we've seen that's enough. Daddy and mommy <laughs> issues continue to be one yeah. of the biggest driving forces. Uh, my 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 thesis continues to hold. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. So yeah, yeah, I think I, I think that's what that was, and I and I love the fact that uh, that and we got way, an eye roll from. They, 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 the fact that they've even worked in because this is one of the one of the uh, uh, genre conventions, right? That we never question, right? Okay, these guys are superheroes, and they disappear and go off and do amazing things, and they they save the world or the universe or whatever. Um, and and we rarely look at, huh? I wonder how their family feels about it. Right? <laughs> yeah, you know? the, the, the collateral damage of being related uh, to a godlike being. Sure. Right. So, like, you understand why Captain Marvel is off in space doing what she's doing, but from the perspective of this of this young girl, uh, whose mom, you know, uh, she thought was her best friend. Like Mark said, this is my aunt. And her mother's getting sick, and Marvel's nowhere to be seen. And you know, there's there. She's not thinking about. Oh well, of course, Captain Marvel's off. You know, preventing cosmic disaster. Yeah, um, all no. she's thinking of is you're not here. Yeah. Right. Right. I, I, will, so, I had another idea that I'll challenge you guys with on that ooh. whole relationship because I was thinking about it. What if? And this is just. This is one of the things that I, I could be absolutely proven wrong on and be fine with. What if Captain Marvel's proximity to her mother and the time they spent together and just the relationship that they had, and we don't know exactly how deep that was, but, you know, as, as, as best buddies and friends, what if something about Captain Marvel's powers gave her mother the cancer? What if she's oh, wow. suffering residually because of something she was exposed to by Carol Man. unknowingly? <laughs> wow. I mean, that certainly is a possibility, yeah. Because I keep thinking of Star-Lord's mom and, of course, Ego, but he did that on purpose. Right. But, you know what I'm saying? That that, that kind of uh, – um, and then she took off. And then, you know, her mother died of cancer. And I don't know. I, I just I – I can't help but shake the idea that this powerful intergalactic being who's powered by a stone, by an infinity stone or, you know, got her, her incredible powers that way – um, somehow affected her mom, and and maybe mm. that's why. She and certainly, it. even if even if that didn't happen, uh, Monica Rambeau might think that that is why her mother got sick. Uh, yes. because Captain right. Marvel was was constantly you know emanating these cosmic powers, these cosmic right. rays. Right. Um, so yeah, yeah, no, I, I I think that's entirely possible. Again, not not that it's a fact, not that Captain Marvel right. did make her mother get cancer, mm-hmm. but certainly reasonable that Monica might make that assumption. Yeah. Sure, sure. I yeah. I really loved. Um, and I, we're not going to do episode by episode, ladies and gentlemen. We, we want to do some theories. We want to talk about our, our guesses. But I do love how it begun, how, how the episode begins or how the, how the series begins with yes. um, the return. And we get to see kind of on the ground level what that was like for people to be running through the streets and then bumping into somebody who wasn't there two seconds yeah. ago because yeah. they're yeah. just coming back. Um, yeah. And do you remember in Endgame, gentlemen, when they actually t- they, they covered this? Hey, you're just going to bring them all back. What if somebody was in a plane or something, you know, oh, and they yeah. and, right. and Hulk had to concentrate to make sure that they're returned safe 
exactly. So somebody was on a cruise ship when he disappeared. Is it just appearing in the middle of the ocean? Right. You know? right, right. So, you know, could we talk about that? Like, oh, my God, what, that, that, that's crazy. Uh, um, but they made a point to cover that in Endgame. So in case you guys forgot, they did say that. Yeah, uh, no, no. And, and, and that's that's that. Those are those ties that Mark is talking about where yeah. they have taken something from a movie that that, you know, uh, you would otherwise have watched and then just forgotten them and show me the new thing. And they're tying it back to events that happened in one of their films. And yeah. uh, by the way, what they are doing moving forward, this is just really this is just the prologue to what's going to happen in Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Right. Mm -hmm. So so the fact that they're using the series to set up movies, which movies then, you know, inform future series. I mean, really, somebody is thinking about this and they're doing oh, yeah. a damn good job. Yeah. They yeah, did do a that a little bit with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., they they, they, they they used an Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. storyline that led into Age of Ultron. It literally ended with Coulson making a call or doing some kind of because, you know, they, they found Stooker and they knew where he was. And then and the movie comes out and they're attacking, you know. Right. Yeah. 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 yeah it was a uh, I, I think, you know, I, I love Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. unapologetically think they think it's great. But um, I know they didn't it didn't have as deep a connection as. I don't think they wanted, and certainly for fans, you know, I I kept thinking at some point we were going to start seeing stuff from Agents of Shield, uh, coming into the into the movies, and that didn't quite happen. And I think it was because they had different teams, and I suspect that part of what their whole vision for <laughs> forgive me for the for the Disney Plus experience was was that. So that they could they could start, uh, you know, Shield didn't maybe uh, get off the ground the right way, and and so they had to uh, move move it around to do other things with it. But I think this is where we're, we're at right now because uh, this is fun. Um, from now until the end of the year, we're going to have Marvel content every week. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's and, and 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 there will be some weeks where it won't be on the app, and there'll be some weeks where what's on the app that's new is behind the scenes, you know, making documentary kind of things like they've been doing. Mm -hmm. But but it, it'll be it'll either be a movie or one of the shows, and and starting with um, the the making of WandaVision next, uh, next week mm -hmm. it, 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 from now until, until Spider-Man. How cool is that? Yeah. Wow. You yeah. know? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Again, somebody, somebody sat down and, and charted this out. Mm -hmm. uh, this, this is obviously not, this is not being done, you know, randomly. Uh, it, they, they charted this out and yeah. looked at what's going to feed into what, what will inspire what, what characters mm -hmm. from what movies can appear again where. Uh, I mean, I love that they've taken these minor characters. And by the way, I would include Vision and Wanda as minor characters. Mm -hmm. So everyone, Wanda, Vision, uh, Jimmy Woo, uh, uh, Darcy, these are all these minor characters from other Marvel right. movies, and they've made them the stars of this show. Um, and it's great. It's great to focus on somebody that's not, you know, Iron Man, Thor, 
Doctor Strange, Captain America, you know, that kind of thing. And so, yeah, it's just, I, I cannot say enough good things. Uh, Matt, Matt Shackman uh, is the, the series director uh, and, and um, showrunner. Uh, and he has, uh, if you folks look him up, he has a variety of different directing credits uh, all over the place. Has done all kinds of, of really top uh, uh, TV, uh, Game of Thrones, Mad Men, um, really, really good stuff. Okay. Uh, Always Sunny. And um, so I would love, and maybe we'll see this in the 10th episode, right, the making of. Yeah. I would love to know what was the brainchild, who brought this idea forward, how, how, how was it developed, um, because man, man, I, I, I respect the hell out of it. I, um, the, this is where I thought you were going to go with this, Joseph, and I'll, I'll go ahead and, and make the point, um, uh, that regarding these first three episodes in any case, um, the fidelity that they showed towards the original material was, uh, really heartening to see. You know, and I think it I think it speaks to them knowing who a lot of their audience is. But there's you know, whenever they do this and they've done it, it's it's been a trope. Uh, I'll use the word trope. It's been a trope in uh, on on television for decades now to to do a, a flashback episode or a honeymooners episode or an I Love Lucy episode. It's a thing, you know, and there's always a point in every one of these little you know, very special episodes where the artifice drops. Either somebody turns and winks to the camera or some modern expressions slip in or they go ahead and let Urkel do his catchphrase, you know, or whatever, <laughs> what, you know, whatever the thing is. And there's always this moment where we're as if to say, we know this is bad. Okay. We we're, we're just having a laugh. So you shouldn't take it very seriously either. And what I loved and really, uh, respected is that they didn't throw the Dick Van Dyke show under the bus. They didn't throw the uh, bewitched under the bus or the Brady bunch. And in fact, they went so far as to uh, recreate the, the style, the art direction, uh, the color palette, you know, yeah. uh, the color palette changes uh, dramatically uh, from the 70, 70s to the 80s to the 90s. It yeah. was beautiful. And and I love the fact that uh, there were all the, you know, you nobody cares under the age of 35 that the vision walks through the Ottoman mm -hmm. instead of tripping over it. Right. But everybody 40 and up thought that was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> right? yes. So so there, I loved those, the, it's those attention to details that uh, that I'm really getting lost in and and just just appreciating for uh, it's obvious somebody on the show uh, involved with the show has the same kind of affection for that old TV and granted I can't watch it anymore I can't watch Brady Bunch anymore mm -hmm. I, I mean mm -hmm. I can't do it but if you're gonna do a Brady Bunch homage. Don't tell me how stupid it is, okay? Because you're 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 tipping over sacred cows in the in the pasture here. Sure. You know. Sure. Instead, show me what you loved about Brady Bunch, and I'll bet you we're going to ninety percent agree. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's what they did. Yeah. 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 No, I mean that clearly this is done by somebody who has a great love of of the material. 
Um, yeah, and, the te- uh, just the sitcom and 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 that fr- the framing of this story. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but the framing of this story using sitcoms as the vehicle, yeah. uh, and especially when we find out why. why. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so yeah. Cool. Yeah, no, again, Jesus, brilliant. Uh, the way they set it up. And and I mean, most most people that are aware of, of these shows and such and, and mm-hmm. Wanda and such probably made the conclusion that, you know, okay, these are shows that Wanda watched uh, as when she was young. Um, but, you know, I kept thinking in my mind, the age, I'm like, well, the age thing doesn't, doesn't, I wonder how they did that. And of course, yes, in comes yeah. the episode where dad's got a suitcase full of, of DVDs. Right. Um, and it's like, oh, of course, <laughs> you know, that's yeah. how, that's how. Hey, um, speaking of that, I want to launch from that real quick on, on some speculation and some, I want to call attention to that last episode. Um, yes. cause the last episode revealed a whole lot of really important things. One of the things, oh, yeah. and I rewatched it before this podcast cause I wanted to be, be on my game here. That scene where the bomb drops and she talked about that. We've heard that story before where her parents right. are crushed and there was a Stark Industries bomb waiting to go off, but it never did. Oh. They did a little retconning in that it was fairly obvious to me and and but we never saw anything glowy, you know, Scarlet Witchy glowy, uh, but that she used some kind of power to prevent the bomb from going off. Now, right. at least that's what Agatha said. Yes. We don't know if that's true or not, but if so, that's a major rewrite because we were told by 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 Hydra and Strucker that that's how the twins got their powers that the, the exposure to the to the Mind Stone from Loki's scepter, um, that the experiments they were doing on them because they were willing uh, volunteers to do this, so that that changes things and, and kind of opens up the door to mutants or people born with powers and and before now. The MCU wasn't even allowed to use the word mutants because right. of it, they belong to Fox, uh, right. you know. Right. So, so this is a, this is kind of a big deal. The other thing I I noticed and and watched, and and there's a lot of speculation about a bigger, badder villain pulling the strings. And you guys may have heard that Nightmare has been tossed around, but they they did a very specific specific thing where they called a line out from the Dick Van Dyke show. Where he says, you'll find it was all just a dream, a nightmare, or a bad yeah. dream. Yeah. They literally just paused and focused on that line. Now, right. that could have just been reflective of their situation laying underneath the couch watching the bomb. But it also could have been a tipping of, it's all a bad dream, it's a nightmare. Which, of course, oh, I, multiverse yeah. of madness and that kind of thing. Yeah, so yeah. I, I okay. that, fair. that whole scene was really well done. Absolutely. Yes. And by the way, th- so th- this leads – okay, I- I'm not going to start jumping into predictions. Um, <laughs> this leads into my some of my first big predictions. So, yes, there the, people are saying, do you think there's going to be a reveal of a big bad? Absolutely. You know, this is one that I would risk money on. Um, there is going to be a big bad. We, he- we even hear the big bad talking in the flashback episode with Agatha. Mm-hmm. Where her power is starting to manifest and it's starting to drain her sister witches, we mm-hmm. go back and listen to it. There is a voice, this sort of oh, you can hear the big bad talking, an incantation of some sort. Um, now here's where here's where I know I'm gonna be wrong, but I desperately wish it's not going to be, it's gonna be a nightmare. Um, I desperately wish it was Chathon. Uh, mm-hmm. simply because from the comics, and again, this only matters to people who've read the comics, nobody else will care. Right. But in the comics, he is the creator of the Darkhold, which I think that is the book. 
The book that we see Agatha with is the Darkhold, the, the book of sin. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what created monsters. There are monsters in the Marvel Universe because of Chathan, because of that book. Uh, Chathan has tried to and has successfully possessed Wanda before in the past. He's definitely interested in her. He wants her as a host uh, because of her power. Um, so it, it, I, I, I desperately wish and want it to be Chathan. It's Bless not you. going to be. It's, thank you. Uh, uh, it's going to be it's going to be nightmare, um, which which is kind of I mean I, nightmare's fine. I don't have any problems with nightmare. Honestly, I always thought he was kind of goofy uh, in the in the comics. Well, um, I think they're, I think that they're doing that in the same way that they took a lot of the Hank Pym stuff and put it onto Tony Stark. Yeah, you know, uh, in in the same way that the Marvel Universe is lousy with uh, absent-minded do-gooder scientists that are also superheroes, yeah, it's also lousy with cosmic entities of incredible power that still manage to get tricked by uh, sorcerers and mm-hmm. uh, yeah. guys with ultimate nullifiers. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I suspect that that is um, uh, a telescoping inward for no other reason than to. Uh, do a little housekeeping, you know. Yeah. When when when. Um, well, they've done that with Agatha too, by the way. So Agatha has sort of now assumed the role of a character named Mordred in the comics, who was the the loyal servant of Chathon, who was trying to help him escape from the dimension that he'd been banished to with the Darkhold, et cetera, et cetera. Because Agatha in the comics was never a villain. Uh, she might have trotsed, you know, walked on some gray territory, but she was never just an outright villain. Or at least I stopped reading these comics in, like sometime in the late 90s. They might have retconned her. Now maybe she's a villain. Um, but the Agatha that we're seeing in the series certainly seems to be much more villainous, much more sinister. Um, uh, there are people that speculate that she's still going to somehow be a mentor to Wanda and is going to teach her. And maybe that's true, which leads me into my second speculation that you can bet money on. Dr. Strange will appear, bet money on it, go to Vegas, oh, yeah. call them up. He yeah. will appear. Um, and whether Dr. Strange either helps Agatha fight off whatever the evil influence is, I don't know if that will happen. Um, and maybe Agatha redeems herself by by choosing to become a mentor for for Wanda because she desperately needs one. She needs to know the rules. She needs to know how all this works, or she doesn't do this again. Um, so I, I'm not sure how they're going to do that. But well, but, I'm going to put you on the spot real quick because because yeah, the Doctor Strange prediction is is a you know that's a gimme. That's 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 not really much of a prediction. I think everyone a, a, a pre, a, a expects him to show. What I'm going to challenge you with though. Is he going to play a part in the main storyline, or will he appear a la Nick Fury in a post-credits thing and go, Wanda, come with me? Do you think he's going to be part of the story, or is he going to be post-credits? I think he's going to be part of the story, but I don't think he's going to come in as a deus ex machina and and save the day. I don't think he'll do that. So you're you're saying pre-credits? Correct. I think post-credits is where we get the hint of Nightmare. Okay. Post credits, if if Agatha manages to escape or is pulled away or whatever it is is banished, and we mm-hmm. see whatever her wherever she is now or her wounded self licking her wounds, right. uh, looking terrible, I think the entity will 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 speak to her, will look at her, she'll look up at something. So yeah, or like, I, I'm I'm sorry, I failed or something like that. Yeah. That will be post credits. I think I'm- we will see nightmare post credit. Now this well, is an opportunity that we, if we, if we were visual, ladies and gentlemen, we would show you p- 
pictures of, of who we're talking about. Because I literally had to pull up Chathon, Gesundheit, in online <laughs> and see what he looked like. Because I was like, who is this Chathon <laughs> character that I keep hearing Aaron go on about? And boy, there's so many different versions of him. I, yeah. I, you know, it would be interesting to see what what the Marvel Universe would want to create for film or, or for screens, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what is your favorite look on him, Aaron? Do you have one? Um, you know, th- th- I saw a newer one where he's like dressed in red. He sort of looks like a like a like a dark haired uh, sort of white skinned villainous guy in red. Um, yeah. That's OK. I actually liked him when when he he only manifested through other people. There, there's a yeah. there's a drawing of Wanda where she is looking like death. Her, her skin is pale and stretched back on her face, skull like uh, and Chathan is inside of her. So I always liked when Chathan was manifesting through different people and yeah. showing you the effect of what 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 it was doing to them. Sure, sure. Um, and, well, and, but but again, that this is so complex, right? There's so many big bags. Let that me, Marvel uh, MCU is going to tie them all up into one. Yeah. Uh, Mephisto and Chathan and Nightmare, for all practical purposes, are going to become one character yeah, who is yeah. now the one that created the Darkhold, trying to possess Wanda. Was 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 instrumental in allowing the kids to come about, you know, that kind of thing. It's all going to be the same guy. I think uh, so. So this is this is some stuff that you uh, probably don't know. <clears throat> in my deep dive comic uh, head, uh, so so uh, Agatha Harkness first appears in the Fantastic Four. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, she's so a, she's a nanny. She's a nanny she's for babysitting. Franklin. Yeah, Franklin. Yeah. And, and so she is. Um, she is someone who has uh, a long history of uh, uh, getting to deal with superpowered children. Uh, very much in a good witch of the you know in a in a in a grandmother's house Hansel and Gretel kind of a thing. Right. Um, West Coast Avengers in the eighties was when uh, Vision came back is, as El Blanco uh, Diablo, and <laughs> when uh, and there was a, a miniseries, um, uh, Scarlet Witch or Vision and the Scarlet Witch, wherein they. Uh, Got married. I mean, that's basically what this is pulled from. But the the character of, of Agatha has been um, kind of contentious uh, because uh, she 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 swings back and forth. Uh, you know, for, I wouldn't say that she's. Um, she, yeah, you're right. She's not evil, but she definitely kind of has her own agenda. And if that agenda. It, you know, involves uh, kidnapping a kid. Well, that's a small price to pay for getting the thing done, right? You know, so <laughs> so she's uh, I, Catherine Hahn is great in this role for her. I, I like the fact that because uh, uh, I think Catherine Hahn is just seventeen different kinds of sexy, anyways. And so I love I love this sort of vamp uh, aspect that she's bringing to the to the role. Um, there's nothing, and, and, and there's another, uh, comic series that, uh, that kind of is, is, that they're pulling some of this from, and it was a vision, uh, series that kind of does the same thing again. Uh, vision, uh, trying to figure out how to be human, uh, creates, um, a synthesoid wife and kids 
and moves them out to the suburbs and there's, you know, horrible things that happen yeah. <laughs> uh, in, in that. And so uh, anyways, the whole thing is uh, it's, it's a soup and they're, they're, they're pulling the best bits and bobs uh, from the comics and sort of this is something and this is not anything new by the way this is stuff that they've always done yeah. uh, with the cinematic universe we're gonna we're gonna take the two or three elements that best align and make an Iron Man movie out of it we're gonna yeah. you know what I mean and yeah. and and um, which is and, why I mean yeah there was there was too many bad guys to choose from right they've already established Dormammu in Doctor Strange um, so you know if now we know there's there's two, three, four different Dormammu-like characters floating out there. It's it's too much from a from a from a movie perspective. It's too much. Yeah. Um, so so yeah, you you have to streamline it. You have to combine it. You have to pick the best elements of 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 the various you know story threads and tie them together. Which I don't mind. I don't mind. I just. It just me, per, it's my personal choice. I would have preferred Chathon over Nightmare, but I'm not going to get my wish. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm you looking know, at a at a comic panel. Sorry to interrupt you, Mark. I'm no, looking at a comic panel online because you know again I got went down the Chathon rabbit hole here all of a sudden. But <laughs> I found a, a a comic panel with our Agatha Harkness, who, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, in the comics is looks like a granny. Looks she looks like Aunt May's sister. She um, does. Um, <laughs> like spooky, spooky Aunt May's sister. Yeah. Spooky Aunt May. Yeah, hot uh, Aunt May. <laughs> she's uh, she's talking to uh, to Wanda in this comic panel, and she's literally just I mean. What she's saying is like, oh, I'm watching this show, aren't I? She's like, you know, you, you were linked to Chathan's power, to the volatile chaos magic that lays at its essence. The barely di- directed chathonic ca- magic is no small thing. It, probability ruptures, temporal shifts, sudden gusts of physical force, the, the hexes that you do um, is just random loose power of chathonic or chaos magic. Um I mean, it's literally right here in the comic pages. Yeah, yeah. no, I, he so, is yeah. the creator of chaos magic. In yeah. Marvel Comics... Kathan, uh, uh, how however you pronounce it, is the creator of chaos magic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so again, uh, uh, I know that that they're trying to figure out what is easiest for the audience to sort of. And no, I don't. I don't want to say easy. That's actually that's actually not the right word. Uh, mm-hmm. What is what is most most. Uh, uh, um, it's a necessary uh, simplification. Right, right. Yeah. What's most elegant? What is most elegant for the yeah. audience? And yeah. so they can they can go, oh, I got it. All right. It's this bad guy. I got it. And he's doing this. Mm-hmm. Uh, but because because they've established chaos magic, I mean, Agatha has specifically mentioned it, has specifically now said, you are the Scarlet Witch. This is this is a position. This is something that 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 exists, that there's myths and legends about. And here yeah. I will go to my next prediction. Um, like in the comics, and simply because they've made such a deal of this in the in the series uh, with the commercials, like in the comics, I do believe that Wanda is a Nexus B, which means she exists across multiple dimensions, multiple realities, but she is the same in multiple realities. Hmm. And mm. has some vague awareness of her other selves in these other realities. Interesting. Um, she remains consistent. And so, and I think that's why Doctor Strange comes and gets her help. He needs her. He knows this connection that she has um, to chaos magic and as a nexus being, and probably needs her help in fixing whatever it all, whatever is going to be broken in the multiverse of madness. Um, if this, if the big bad goes 
you know, capering and careening through the the, the multiple dimensions, causing mischief, mm-hmm. then yeah, Doctor Strange has to has to stop him, and of course he would need Wanda to help him to do that. Um, so I think that is another prediction I'm making. She is going to be uh, declared some sort of nexus being, some sort of gate that links all the dimensions because of her chaos magic, and that's what the that's what the Scarlet Witch is links all these dimensions together. I have a prediction. Okay. I want to make a quick one. All right. And I, I predict, I, I predict, my friends. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Little, it's all right. No, it's, there. Yeah, always a Criswell. Criswell's yeah, always welcome, Joseph. Kind of comes up. <laughs> um, I predict that we will see Wanda Maximoff not only assume the title of the Scarlet Witch, but appear in somewhat Scarlet Witchy familiar costume. Uh-huh. She had a vision in, in the series of, of, of this her it was obviously her but Correct. you know with the traditional headpiece and stuff yeah i i think that we're going to get that i think that yeah. she's going to be officially the scarlet witch and get to wear maybe not what she wore for halloween because that was a little silly but yeah. something a little smoother streamlined a nice headdress that has those peaks on it you know yeah that looks more scarlet witchy although i point I'm out like, what she wore for halloween is exactly her comic her, her, oh, this, God, her yes. costume. this is comic. one of the things that yeah. i continue to love about them uh, they got big laughs in 2000, uh, when Cyclops said to Wolverine, you prefer yellow spandex. Right. And ever since then, they've been making a case for why as cool as this stuff is in comics, <laughs> it does not work yeah. in the real world. Yeah. Uh, the only thing that I like better than uh, calling the vision a, a luchador in his costume. <laughs> yeah, uh, is the is is um, uh, Luke Cage? Uh, oh yes. yes, on his show coming up out of the uh, swamp in a yeah. in a yellow shirt, wearing the remnants of the 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 uh, thing the that was on his head to give yeah. him his uh, yeah. his his super skin, and saying, "I look like a damn fool." <laughs> yeah. 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 I, yes. And it's and and yeah, it's you know, the thing is, is it's a spot on recreation, right? Mm, yeah. uh, but it's just it's and 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 a less uh, obvious point that I want to make here about this is, this is another indicator to me that we have moved this kind of story into a different genre, because the superhero movie. And and TV show up until, you know, probably realistic for being honest, 2010, 2011, uh, you know, there was a point uh, there, there was a point at which you had to have the bright colored costume. There was a point at which the the villain had to be connected to the to the uh, hero in some way. And his girlfriend had to find out in some way because you got to have a love story. And and there was all these like little check marks that largely were drawn from the Superman movie and Tim Burton's Batman movie, and then shuffled like a like a deck of cards. Yeah. Uh, these now we're we're hitting a point where uh, we're we're about to see a lot more Marvel content, uh, and, and it's going to be even uh, more. Uh, I won't say minor characters because these days they're really doing great work with them, but, but it's, it's not, it, you know, the, we've got the A team already and the B team. So it's okay that we're getting these second and third tier, third tier characters uh, developed. But I like the fact that they keep reminding us that this is not a superhero show. 
Right. It's a it's a family drama. It's uh it's urban fantasy. It's it's a Marvel cinematic endeavor. You know, it's it's it, it's its own thing. And uh, and I think that's just one of the little indicators to me that uh that that this is not going to be the standard stuff. Uh that may, that may not be what they're doing that they may just be using it to throw in a uh, a legitimate uh, comic reference as, as chum for the internet. Uh, but to me, that's what it says. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Yeah. I think, I mean, because, I mean, superhero costumes are ridiculous. They are absolutely ridiculous. That's that's um, the point. Except yeah, Captain yeah. America's. He's goddamn cool. Yeah, Captain yeah, America's yeah. costume. No, man. Captain America, and, and I'm actually impressed with what they've been able to do with the costume. I mean, Iron Man looks fantastic. Uh, yeah. Captain America looks fantastic. They, they didn't have to mess much with them. But right. some, some. They can't come in, you know, in yellow spandex. That would look... That would look silly. Uh, speaking of silly costumes, you know, the costume that, that fake Pietro wears, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, with his hair yes. all done in yes. the little Wolverine wings. Uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, that, and by the way, so this leads me to my next speculation. Uh, Pietro, or Pietro, fake Pietro, as Agatha calls him. Now, we know that Agatha uh, did not create him. She possesses him. Um, but he came from somewhere. And everyone's saying, oh, he's not, get over it. He's not Quicksilver. That's not who he is. Uh, that's just that's just Marvel having a wink at the audience. And no, nay, nay, I say, I disagree. Here's my next prediction. Um, Fietro is exactly who he says he is. He is Quicksilver. He is from the Fox uh, dimension, the world. Um, and I think we are going to see him not only ally with Monica Rambeau, but aid her in stopping Agatha. Um, and I think he's going to recognize, he's going to know that he's different. He's not going to know how he's there, why he's there, but he will absolutely know that there is a connection between him and Wanda. And I think we may even, even hear for the first time from him the word mutant. Mm. Um, because I don't, I do not think that was just a a yuck yuck on the part of mcu these people are way too careful with what they do uh and way too deliberate with what they do so the fact that that she accepted him as pietro though he looked nothing like him um and that there was something about him and she'd just been thinking about him we see that she can create she created the twins and we'll go into that in a minute she created vision um, but but I, I believe she pulled, because she seemed as surprised by Pietro's appearance as anybody, mm-hmm. I think she pulled him in from somewhere else. That's we getting back into the multiverse of madness. Um, obviously, they're going to be dealing with with other dimensions. We know that the spider, the next Spider-Man movie is going to have Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield. Spider-Man will encounter other versions of himself. We know that. So there's no reason to think that they would not play with that in Multiverse of Madness. My God, it's in the title. Um, and that Pietro is going to have a connection to mutants in whatever, whatever, from whatever timeline or dimension or world he comes from. Hmm. Uh, and I think they're going to they're gonna continue to explore that. Now, I did used to think that there was going to be the appearance of someone else, like a Magneto or Professor X. I, I, I do not believe that that is going to happen now. Um, but I do believe that Pietro, Pietro is that link. He is Quicksilver, just not her Quicksilver. 
yeah. crazy out of the world kind of theory nah, and just going to toss it at the wall, see what happens. Wanda's kids in the comics, again, I just did the bare minimum of research. Her kids in the comics were manifestations of Mephisto, who made yes. them melt before her very eyes and big absorb back into him because he's he's a piece of shit. So yeah. uh, it's what he does. He's Mephisto. Anyway, but then they come back again in some way, and they're older when they come back. And the and 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 the kid who's the speedster comes back as a speedster. Yeah. And then I, I thought to myself, wouldn't wouldn't it be something to pull Wanda's kid from another dimension, the speedster kid? To, and control him. What if what if Fietro is her son from another dimension? Older? Wow. Well, I think again, I think they're going to play oh. with that connection. And we've all, by the way, they've done this already. It's not like this is unprecedented territory for Marvel, right? Uh, let us not forget, Gamora died. We all saw it. Gamora died. But yeah. yet, guess what? Gamora's still there. So yeah. we know that the MCU has no problems yeah. with bringing in characters from another time, another dimension, whatever it is. So I do believe that her children uh, will continue to exist somewhere else. And that is her, her driving goal, by the way, in addition to helping Doctor Strange to defeat the big bad nightmare. Her goal is to find her kids. I'm, I'm willing to bet any amount of money. That that is what she's is going to be motivating her through that movie. She wants to find out what happened to my children, mm. uh, and she will find them, and they will bring them back, and then they will be part of the Young Avengers like they are in the comics, mm. um, and uh, and there will be a connect. Again, Wanda is a nexus being and exists in all realities in the same way. So she is their mother in another dimension. She's the yeah. same being. So, so just because she herself, Wanda herself, did not of our reality, didn't give birth to those children, right. does not mean that they are not her children. They are because yeah. Wanda is the same. Okay, okay, uh, it, it's a lot to absorb. And here's the deal. <laughs> uh, well, I, you know, the thing is, is um, uh, you know, that's as likely a scenario as anything. I don't. Um, I'm trying not to second guess what they're going to do. Cause I'm not really good at that when it comes, when they, when it comes to this, because I, I forget, I forget to think about it and just watch the stuff. You know what I mean? Like right. I don't, I try to, I, I, I'm fairly at this point uncritical, uh, unless something just really is a shot across my, my prow. Otherwise I'll just sit there and, and, and absorb it. But, um, I'm not sure that, the kids are going to come back. I think it might be, I think that might be one soap opera touch too much. Mm. Uh, you mean in the series? No, they're not going to, I don't think they're going to come back in the series, but I do think they're going to bring them back in the, in the MCU. Well, yeah. that's certainly possible. It, it may be a temporary thing as well. Um, I, I think I agree with you that they're going to be doing multiverse stuff. They've already kind of made mention of it. And, uh, and the fact that the third guardians movie uh, is is going to have uh, alternate timeline Gamora running with our timeline uh, characters yeah. is pretty cool. Uh, and it's cool because from a storytelling standpoint, uh, they get to start over the Sam and Diane di dynamic. 
Right. Yeah. He's got to try to make her fall in love with him all over again. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, love that. But, uh, but you know, but you also know that right. Spider-Man will be dealing with alternate versions of himself and with with villains from other from the Sony movies, from other actors, Sony's movies. Yeah, that's going to be interesting. Yeah. Uh, I'm. I'm I, I have deliberately not commented on that stuff because I don't know yet how I feel about it. I loved it as the animated deal, right? And I and I loved the fact that they were able to uh, elegantly explain why their time travel was going to work the way it did, right? By by basically taking Back to the Future off the table. So all of that worked yeah. great for me. Um, but I'm. I'm I, I don't know how much of this is going to happen because uh, my my big suspicion, my theory on how we get mutants is it's going to be through the Fantastic Four. And I think the Fantastic Four are going to come to us by way of the negative zone. Ooh. And I think the negative zone, they're, instead of being its own separate dimension – I think the negative zone is going to be the space between the multiverse, right? Uh, it if if the if the if each multiversal world is an ice cube, then the negative zone is the Coca-Cola Classic that it's all floating in. You see, mm, huh? Okay. And, and so I think that um, mutants are gonna are gonna end up here as a result of them playing around with the multiverse and they're either going to end up here or, uh, they're going to, uh, there will be a change that happens. Uh, we have already shown that the chaos magic that Wanda wields is powerful enough to alter reality, yeah. uh, in, in the space of, of a town of, you know, 10,000 people. Right. So that's you know that's that's heady stuff. Yeah. Uh, and by the way, that that's my that's my counter prediction, Mark, is that mutants will come about through Wanda's power. Yeah. I, I'm not sure how. I'm not sure what she will do. I'm not sure there will be one last big unleashing like she did in the town, but it'll be planet wide. But I believe mutants will come about directly because of Wanda's chaos magic. I mean, she's already created one. There's already now a new created mutant uh monica rambo in 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 the mcu i'm gonna i'm gonna disagree okay oh well oh no no i see what you mean yeah uh i i don't think it was an intentional creation. no 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 i don't think it was cheated intentionally but i think her power has that ability right right uh, hmm. the, the the combination of monica being having done space stuff and then you know uh, exposure to this uh, uh, this this energy field that Wanda's producing has clearly uh, done a change, and and I and she's probably going to end up. I don't know if they're going to call her Captain Marvel like she was in the 1980s. No, but, no, her, new, her uh, photon, but, but is photon her, is yeah. definitely going to be the thing. Yeah, uh, and and to have all of that relate to the the light spectrum and the cathode ray and the television, and have that be sort of the the catalyst for this, I think again, just a, a wonderful simplification uh, that uh, that's that kind of organically comes out of these uh, these characters and these stories. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
By the and, way, speaking yeah. of Monica Rambeau, sorry to interrupt. You're going to throw in one more prediction. The the specialist that she keeps referring to that when we finally saw it was they looked like just a bunch of sword army guys that showed up and they gave her the vehicle. Yeah. Um, the woman she speaks to who says we we know a thing about loyalty. Uh, that woman is a scroll, and yeah. specifically, she is Talos's daughter. Who yeah, Monica's Monica Rambeau, engineer friend. Yeah. Fri- correct. Yeah. She befriended her in Captain Marvel. Uh, the the two young girls. Um, that is who that soldier was. That soldier is a shape shifted yeah. scroll, and it is that character who, of course, who but the scrolls would know about advanced technology that would be building things for them. And she even makes a line when she's talking to uh, the the director of S.W.O.R.D. And he's saying there's a lot of enemies out there. And Rambo specifically says, yes, and allies as well. Right. So that's that is my prediction. We will we will find out that 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 seemingly random S.W.O.R.D. agent, female agent, is actually her young scroll friend. Prediction. I think. Ralph, the unseen husband of Agatha, <laughs> but she always says there's no taming yes. this tiger. Yeah. I think I think Ralph and Senior Scratchy are one in the same, and I think Senior Scratchy is the big bad. It's either okay. Nightmare or yeah. Oh, you mean so like that? Yeah, like some Catan manifestation or whatever. Of, yeah, yeah, some yeah, manifestation. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I, I, yeah. I think oh, the I like rabbit that. is yeah. a, a big a big deal. Uh, definitely. No, I think, I mean, this is what kind of familiars were, right? In the past, familiars to witches were connections to, to Satan. You know, they were almost right. like little pieces of him that he would lend to you and they would boost your power and he could keep an eye on you and they were an influence on you. So, yes, I think I completely agree, Joseph. I think Senior yeah. Scratchy is the equivalent of Nightmare's familiar that was that has been given to Agatha. Yeah. Uh, I think I think it is it is the big bad. I think he's just I, I think he's going to oh, transform. You think he's it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, I think I think in whoever it's going to be, I think Senior Scratchy is going to trend, going to you know change into this thing. And oh, that would, be, that would be fascinating, yeah. and especially I, I think, if, yeah. if he looked like the rabbit from Twilight Zone. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 that seems like a sort of capricious, mischievous thing that Nightmare would do. Right, um, right, right. So no, I I like that. I I actually think that has a very good chance of being uh, of being proven an accurate prediction. Is that Mark, yeah? There's something made, going on with Senor Scratchy. Mark, you've made precious few predictions. I'm gonna I'm gonna turn a spotlight on you here and put you in put you in a bit of a hot seat. Well, Mark, give us a good one. Give uh, us a good one. Well, Some? the only thing that uh, that I. Well, you know, this is just it. Uh, all of the stuff that uh, that I'm that I'm thinking about is is in the case. It's not that I think it's going to happen, but it's like a oh, wouldn't it be cool if, right? You know that okay. sort of thing. Um, so to that end, um, I love that um, that fake Pietro uh, shows up. We know that. Um, that we're going to see some other uh, Sony characters. I don't know that we're going to get Hugh Jackman back uh, as Wolverine. And I kind of don't want him at this point because that's going to be, they're going to have to do uh, a lot of work to, to make that pull. I'll, I'll, I'll do this. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to, um, well, let me ask you this, because you're kind of dancing around this. Do you well, think that the X-Men characters are going to come from another dimension? Uh, 
Yeah, I do. I th- okay. And I think they're going to come by way of the Fantastic Four. Oh, um, okay, okay. So you're sticking the, to that. You're saying the Fantastic Four are going to is what lets mutants into our yeah. into the MCU. Okay. Yeah, there, there's going to be and, and whether or not Wanda, you know, w- what we may find is that this uh, Pietro uh, was just a uh, is chaos magic as opposed to uh, the actual guy. Um, but uh, there. There's two things at play here, which I think are are interesting. Uh, we're we're clearly building up to the appearance of um, Nightmare Mephisto in it, 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 through uh, Doctor Strange at least, right. but we also know that Kang is going to be the villain, uh, the next big villain for the Avengers, mm-hmm. and I sus- and, and so you have. You have a character that deals with nether realms, and you have a character that can manipulate time itself. Both of these things seem to me uh, to be very complementary in this respect. And so I would not be surprised if, in addition to setting up Doctor Strange for next year, that we also start seeing a little bit of stuff about Kang as well, because they can't drop him in really soon enough um especially with what's coming down the pike you know uh we've got four marvel movies this year uh and uh uh the spider-man's at the end of the year yeah so and, and we know that black widow won't have uh, any of this kind of cosmic stuff in it. Um, yeah. I think which, king is going to play a much bigger role in the loki uh uh disney plus show well, yes. right, and and I think that's where we're going to see, and and, and the other thing that's uh, that's going to be dropping in uh, November is the Eternals, which is more space stuff. Yeah. So hmm. all of the this is this is an interesting triangle, and 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 it's all big picture stuff for Marvel. Uh, I love that we're getting these big picture, long form stories that sort of tease things out. But uh, no, I think I think right now the the, the, we're going to see the Fantastic Four before we see the X Men, and oh, so uh-huh. and so I think that the that right now the big thing that they're building towards, uh, you know, in, in the same in this same cycle with the Doctor Strange movie and the Black Panther sequel and Spider Man, is the Fantastic Four. Yeah. So so that will be, uh, I think they're going to be the major players that uh, that c- kick open the. The uh, the negative zone as sort of a nexus of all realities, kind of a thing. Ooh. They may be the ones that codify that. Yeah. Reed may be the one that that he he might be trying to figure out how to fix Ben by by finding an earlier version of you know it's typical Reed stuff. He can't you know he can't stop tinkering with it you know right yeah um, yeah. yeah. By the so, way, so so as a counter uh, 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 prediction to to Mr. Scratchy being. Being Mephisto, I mean, I'm sorry, Nightmare. Uh, the big bad, whatever the big. The bad big bad, is. yeah. 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 I, although I think Scratchy, Mr. Scratchy, has a direct connection to the big bad. Right. I'll tell you, and this is I'm telling you right now, it's good, this is a wrong prediction, but I, I'm going to throw it out there because I've been clinging to this tenaciously since the beginning. Uh, you know who I think Mephisto is? Who who's a shape shifted Mephisto? Dottie, Dottie Jones. The, the 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 one that controls at least in the beginning when Agatha says oh, oh you know, yeah Dottie runs everything around here 
And the only other time we saw her was when she walked in and said, do I look fat in this? And then her husband had this panicked look on his face. She's the only one who has not been identified on the board of all the people in the town that have been identified. Everyone else has been identified, but not Dottie. That's Emma Caulfield, right, from Buffalo? Correct. Who played Anya. I think she is nightmare keeping a, keeping an eye on things oh, okay. right again i'm going to be wrong but my mm. god why even have her in there why even have the lines where agatha is saying yeah. she runs everything or you know she's the one to know you know why, why do that why do that if if it's just nothing i mean yes agatha could just be lying um but i don't think so i don't think so there's something to dotty there uh, there yeah and and certainly those the the first two or three episodes um, they did a lot of uh, not necessarily double entendres, but there's a lot of front-loaded uh, dialogue that right. that is intended to be suggestive. And and oh, by the way, internet, uh, come closer. I want to talk to you about something real quick. All right, <laughs> this is this has come up before, and let me just say this out loud because I need you all to hear it. And what I really need you to do. It's okay if you listening to this hear it, but what I need you to do is you need to start holding people's feet to the fire. Uh, whenever people write uh, symbolism into a story, that's not an Easter egg. That's writing. When, when people make a reference to something that is going to come up later in a story, that's not an Easter egg. That's foreshortening. Or foreshadowing, and it's writing. Okay, um, th- there's a there's a website that has is doing a YouTube video every uh, week, and it's posting the 96 Easter eggs uh, from this episode of Vision and uh, from WandaVision, and it's this guy essentially deconstructing the plot into meaningless components. And trying to make it all mean something because he can't watch he can't watch the dialogue and just listen to it. He's got to he's got to take it apart and pulverize it and sift through it like breadcrumbs. And if I find the guy, I'm going to break his thumb so he can't use the space bar anymore because this this has got to stop. An Easter egg. Just to be very clear, if you go and watch the Iron Man movie and you see the Captain America shield in the background. That's an Easter egg. It's mm-hmm. something in the background that nobody yeah. makes a reference to, and it's designed to. For, it's it's a Where's Waldo game for you to play. Right. Anytime somebody talks about a thing, and and they and and if and Agatha winks at the camera, that's not an Easter egg. We yeah. all saw it. Yeah. You yeah. all heard it. Yeah. It's got to it, be something that has the potential for you to not see it. In order it's, to all, be it's, it's almost the way that the internet started abusing and, and media started abusing. Spoiler warning when Ugh. they're there. It, no, it, what they were saying was not a spoiler, but they just started saying, and then we find out, spoiler warning, no, <laughs> you're using that incorrectly. It's, it just makes me nuts. It just makes me, and, and this, and, and in the absence of having, you know, anything else to like check out, I was really excited to kind of look around and see what people were saying. I kept running into, here's the Easter eggs 
you missed. I didn't miss them, Chuckles. I watched the show. <laughs> yeah. You know, there's no missing it. You know, yeah, yeah. when, when they throw them details. over the plate <laughs> and it's yeah. a low underhand pitch designed for me to crank it out to the left field fence, not an Easter egg. Yeah. So by I'm way, sorry. By uh, the way, the other person that Dottie might be, uh, if she doesn't end up being a uh, nightmare in disguise, is. Um, uh, the missing age, the missing informant, Jimmy Woo's missing yeah. mysterious informant. We don't know who that is. Yeah. That's the only other person that yeah. he's like, yep, yeah, I came looking for my informant, disappeared, don't know what happened to them. And I'm like, huh, who's the informant? Man or, we don't know whether it's a man or a woman. That right. hasn't even been called out. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so Dottie, I think Dottie might be that that missing informant. If she doesn't end up being Mephisto. Yeah. Right. Um, God damn it, I keep saying that. Uh, uh, nightmare. And- and, and hey, internet! See, that's a plot thread we're talking about. It's not an Easter egg. Easter egg. It's a plot thread. Oh my god! Uh, you are. Hey, uh, it's oh, just, oh no, no, no! What we have to very quickly. We've got to talk about director Tyler Hayward. Okay. Is he a Hydra agent? I say yes. <laughs> Hydra still? I, you yes. Know you know what? I'm not going to go with Hydra. Here's what I'm going to go with. I'm going to go with Aim. 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 Oh, Advanced yes. idea mechanics. That's yes. right. Oh my God, you're going to end up being right. It's going to make me Aim. sick. It's uh, gonna, <laughs> because Hydra's dead and dead and buried. Yeah, Hydra's yesterday's. I don't know that Hydra's dead and buried. Although, you know and what? again, again. But see, if he is Hydra, yeah. then that means that spectral vision, white vision. Which, by the way, I do not predict a good happy ending. We are we are going to we are going to walk out of this series with no vision. Vision is going to sacrifice himself to stop spectral vision, have the tissues handy, lots of tears. Vision is not going to make it out of this. That, that's just my gut feeling. Nope, However, spectral vision, I believe, is Ultron. What they have done is they have reactivated Ultron. James oh, Bates, yeah. Yeah, well, I don't know. I don't know if it'll be James Spader's voice. I'm going to say, if it's Ultron, it's got to be James Spader's voice. Well, I would love it for it. I mean, yeah. if he suddenly starts talking in James Spader's voice, I'm, right. I'm going to cheer. You will yeah. hear my scream from across town. Right. Um, right. But I do believe. I think the 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 the, the being they have given consciousness to. Mm-hmm. Uh, who else? It has to be Ultron. It's certainly not Vision's personality. Right. Yeah, they so were try- they they were making a point of, you know, they tried everything to, to get this thing to wake up. Right. Uh and and of course, um the 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 sword director, uh he is cut from the same cloth as uh Thunderbolt Ross, yeah. J. Jonah Jameson. Right. It doesn't matter that there's experts in the room. By God, I know what I'm doing. Just send the people in there. And you know, yeah, it's, yeah, I love, yeah. I love the arrogance. It's it's eternal and un, unchanging. So, Mark, um, do you not think he's Hydra? Who do you think Hayward is? Do you think Hayward is just a bad sword agent? Yeah, I think I think in this case he's gonna he's gonna end up being um, either uh, just what he says he is, you know, um, uh, a misguided bureaucrat. Okay. Or, or there's a possibility that he could be uh, one of the rogue scrolls. Oh, you think he also might be a scroll? Okay. There is there is talk there is talk about you know um, the the secret war. Uh, yeah, that there were elements being in there, and clearly they've introduced the scrolls. Uh, you know, and, and we've shown that that the scrolls have a relationship with uh, with Shield in some way. 
Yeah. So it would well, certainly with sword. Yeah. Well, and right. Fury, who's hanging out with him right now. Right. Yeah. So and and sword and, and by the way, how cool is it the that the acronym for the new shield is sword? I just, isn't yeah. that great? It's just mm-hmm. perfect. Yes. Uh, so I love that. I love that idea. Okay. Uh, but, so, but, you, so your bet is he's probably a scroll. I it's I'm not I'm not gonna uh, lay a wager. Uh, no, no. But I hope you're right. But, I hope you're right. But I like. But yeah, I think uh, if you know if we're gonna allow that they're playing a long game. And that and that this all of this is going to take years, right, to develop like they did at least at least three to five years for for this for all of this that they're laying down to pay off. Then they can't start putting the seeds in soon enough. Yeah. I think that's just me. No, um, agreed. agreed. Two last predictions yes. from my, from me. Number okay. one, Monica Rambo. AKA Photon or wherever she's going to be will end up being the new director of sword at the end of this. So she will take her mother's position. I think when, 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 when bad guy aim slash reveals himself to be a scroll. Okay. Yeah. Got it. So I think Monica will, will step up and take that position. I I Uh, like that prediction. And number two, uh, Kat Dennings will be my new girlfriend. So, (laughs) Um, I, I don't have a problem with any of that. I except think that, that. <laughs> except that I think Kat Dennings is going to be my new girlfriend. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. All right. uh, she is, uh, she's everything I want in a person. And, uh, and, and I specifically, I don't know that I want Kat Dennings so much as I want Darcy. Darcy Lewis. I, I, I want the, I want the, um, I want the, the theoretical physicist is what I really want. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Who who looks like Cat Dennings? That's the yeah. that, that's the ultimate uh, and, thing there. And rocks an escape artist outfit. Let me say that outfit is a um, yeah bitch. Works, yeah. works for me. Works yeah, for my me. my my particular uh, uh, love on the show is just it's Elizabeth Olsen. I mean, uh, Wanda is just amazing, and Elizabeth has brought such life and and soul to her. Um, I, 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 again, it, it's almost a shame that she was not featured more prominently in the Avengers movies, right. um, because, well, I, but the, 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 the payoff is, is that we're now, yeah. you know no, what I mean? I'm, I'm pleased as punch. I mean, she yeah. is going to star opposite Benedict Cumberbatch on the <laughs> next fucking Dr. Strange movie. That's fantastic. <laughs> yeah. That is fantastic. I uh, yeah, I'm a big fan of uh, of of wh- where we're going with with this. This the whole Doctor Strange coming back in. Uh, I I I like that first movie a lot. So this is going to be uh, you know th- we're in my wheelhouse, and and uh, the the scream that you're going to hear in the summer uh, is the scream of me uh, getting to watch a Shang Chi oh, movie yeah, on nice. the big screen. Yeah. Holy hell! Yeah, of yeah. all the things. Yeah. And by the way, I'm really looking forward to Winter Soldier and Falcon. That oh, me too. week oh. after next. I mean, yeah. it's great. Yeah, it's, it, that's, this is what's cool. We're, we're, I don't think people realize just how good we're about to have it. Yeah. You know, uh, there's really, I mean, if you go look week week by week, it's it's an uninterrupted, there's, there's not a gap. Yeah. There's not a gap yeah. from now until the end of the year, folks. My new so my you, new cosplay obsession is going to be Baron Zemo, man. I'm all about uh, the Zemo. I'm all about the Zemo. That, you better be wearing that silly purple mask. Hell yeah! Skin yeah. caps for everyone. <laughs> and the and the, fur, and the and the fur collar and fur the chunky collar. and the chunky uh, crown. Oh yeah. my god! Oh my yeah. god! 
Absolutely. Right. Well, we're going to eye big time, so we got to move this yeah. along. Yes, uh, I'm afraid so. Um, as much as as much as I'd love to keep going here, ladies and gentlemen, these have been our predictions for the final episode of WandaVision. Again, we are recording this on March 4th, 2021, so we have not seen the final episode. Um, we will eat whatever crow or make victory laps as required when this is complete. Yes. All right. Well, then, if that's the case, I'm going to throw out one crazy prediction. <laughs> oh, good because, lord! Because right. I really want to eat crow. I really okay. want to eat crow. All right. We will see one more X-Men in the in the finale. Besides Pietro, there will be one more X-Men. Okay. Now, now you're just trolling the internet. <laughs> I am. I am. I am. Because if I'm right. It's one of those Red Skull Lives moments. Uh, and if I'm wrong, I go, well, yeah, you know, I figured I'd be wrong. <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, I, I get you. Uh, uh, cheers, gentlemen. Yes. The Gentleman Nerds is a Cloak and Dagger production and written by Aaron Diarive, Mark Finn, Ben Gibbs, and Joseph Fotinos, with additional material provided by the Sentient Weapon Observation Response, Sword. Music composed and performed by the amazingly talented Ben Gibbs, uh, reminder, an Easter egg is something re recognizable hidden in the background that is not called out. Catering by Stark Industries Toastmate 2000 and Yo Magic Yogurt. Promotional material, logos, and the Gentleman Nerds mascot created by Michelle Fitzpatrick. The Lobot Lounge bouncer is Maximilian, and our special guest bartender was Agatha Harkness. It was Agatha all along. Our sound editor, mixer, and intentional producer is Ben Gibbs. Our executive producer and the man we all pray never get superpowers is Aaron Diarive. The Gentleman Nerd's attorney is Dr. Gonzo. Lobot Lounge Sculptures by Walter Paisley. Andor? The Gentleman Nerds would like to thank our sponsors for this very special episode. Strucker. Swiss-made executive timepieces. When you have some time to kill, use a Stucker. And by Hydrosoak. Luxury bath powder. Escape to a world all your own with Hydrosoak. And Lagos paper towels. Help fix mistake with Lagos. And Mark Farnash is the man in the gorilla suit. Web hosting by Bluehost. Tiger training by that bitch Carol Baskin. Join us in the Lobot Lounge when next we open. And please, when we can, always tip your bartenders and your waitstaff. We will get through this. Be safe. Be smart. Take care of yourself and each other. I'm Joseph Otinos reminding you all that, yes, Red Skull lives. And McClunky! McClunky! Taken the ending credits uh, into a place. They they really are their own thing, man. Yeah. They just it's just genius. And I, every time, every time it gets me. I know that Carol, Carol Baskin. Baskin. I forget. Every it's time. Then I get every it. time. Oh, <laughs> son of a bitch! It's so funny. Oh.